pop punk enthusiasts welcome back to another episode of pop punk promo podcast my name is sydney and i am the host of this podcast if you are new here this podcast was created with the intention to promote women artists and small artists in the scene so if you're looking for new music in pop punk you've come to the right place Every week, I love to give you fresh new content from the scene, including interviews with artists, new songs and albums that have just been released, and even upcoming tours with brand new artists. For those of you that have stuck around with me for a few weeks here, I hope you've really enjoyed all of the fresh new content that I give to you every single week. I definitely try to switch it up a little bit so it's not the same show every week, but I also want to give you similar enough of a show so that you know kind of what to expect from me. Thank you so much for the incredible support that you guys have given me over the last few weeks. It's just been incredible and I couldn't do any of this without you. Please remember that I do have my listener support activated on Anchor and you can support me financially if you would like just to help me keep things running here at Pop Punk Promo. I really truly appreciate it so much. I'm going to give a quick little shout out to my Patreon as well. You can go ahead and check that out on my website, poppunkpromo.com. You can select one of my three tiers if you'd like to support me that way as well. You get a bunch of exclusive content like my video interviews, which I will have one of those today in addition to the normal podcast. And I've got one with Dawn as well that I will be putting up. I've been meaning to and I just haven't gotten around to it with a bunch of stuff going on in my personal life, but... I promise you guys it will be up on the Patreon. So if you've been waiting and you want to subscribe to that, please don't wait any longer. That content is absolutely coming soon. We're going to keep that introduction very brief today and just dive right into the main content because like I said, we do have an interview episode today and I want to get to it as soon as we can. I do have a little bit of pop punk news that I'd like to share with you guys today. So as you all know, my third episode featured Maggie Lindemann and I love her to death. I love her so much. And we have all been waiting for her to make a tour announcement. And guess what? It has finally happened. I know I briefly touched over this last week because she had some mysterious business going on on her website. We weren't really sure what it was about, but we know now it is a worldwide tour. Maggie Lindemann is set to go on her world tour titled Sucker Punch, just like her brand new EP. Now, this is going to start this spring on March 21st in San Diego, California, and this is going to wrap around through the entire U.S. and end in the U.S. on April 12th in Dallas, Texas. Now, there is also going to be an Australian leg of the tour as well. That's going to begin on May 4th in Melbourne, Australia, and then it's going to end on May 7th in Sydney, Australia. And finally, there is a Europe leg of the tour as well. It's going to start in London on May 23rd and then end in Berlin, Germany on June 7th, 2023. It currently doesn't look like there's any openers for this tour yet, so hopefully those get announced soon. I know a lot of people are really hoping for Lolo, and so am I. I think that would be an iconic opener for Maggie, so... Everyone, if you're interested in that, go ahead on social media and let them know because I think it would be super awesome if we could get that together. If you are interested in more information on this tour and where they are headed, you can go to MaggieLindemann.com or check out any of her social media posts and you can see the full list of cities that they're going to hit up. I personally have never seen Maggie Lindemann live in concert, but I hear that she is just phenomenal and I would love to go to this tour more than anything. There are no cities like extremely close to me, but I'm thinking about going to Chicago. So if anyone else wants to go to that one, wants to say hi, 
please, by all means, say hi. So I'm still deciding if I want to go or not, but I think it would be super fun because Maggie's been on my bucket list for a while now to go see live. So I'm absolutely going to try and make it out there. So you guys should too, if you guys enjoy her as well. Okay, pop punk enthusiasts. So we are going to move on to our featured artist segment because like I said, it is an interview this week and it was a live interview that I did over Google Meet as well. So I want to leave plenty of time for this because it is a long one. So hang in there, but it's going to be a very, very exciting one and I hope you guys really enjoy it. I am so excited to share this artist with you. I have been teasing this interview on Instagram all week because I am just so incredibly excited for it. Now, this person I found on TikTok, I believe, and I was just captivated by them immediately. So I don't want to say too much or spoil it too much for you, but this is a British babe. We love her so much. And without further ado, this week's featured artist is Bronnie. Okay, everyone, we've got Bronnie on here today. Hello, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Oh, I am so good. Thank you so much for having me on this epic podcast. Yes. yes. I'm super stoked to be uh, chatting with you. Yeah, me too. All right. Do you want to just introduce yourself to the listeners? Let us know your pronouns, um, where you're from, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I am Bronnie. Um, so I am, uh, I go by she, her. Um, and I'm a pop punk alternative rock, I don't know, whatever you want to call me, <laughs> um, artist from just outside of Liverpool, the UK. And um, yeah. I write songs to uh, cry in the mosh pit, you know, that's uh, my <laughs> general vibe. Uh, my but- favorite kind of music. <laughs> <laughs> the best kind of tunes, yeah. Yes. All right. So how long have you been making your own music and like what kind of got you started doing that? Yeah, so I, I mean, I started doing musical theatre in high school. So that kind of gave me the musical bug. But I was really into the musicals like We Will Rock You, Rock of Ages, kind of like Rocky musicals, became obsessed with Queen, Aerosmith, you know, and then obviously moved on to Joan Jett, you know, Stevie Nicks. Um, And just women in rock really inspired me. So that was when I was about 15, 16. I started to write my own songs, going on from my musical theatre to music. Started just doing YouTube for fun in high school. And then it was really when I left high school, probably like a year or so afterwards. I must have been 19, 20. Um, I started touring and yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. So how old are you now then, Bronnie? So I'm 25. You're 25. So, nice. Yeah, I wrote my first song when I was 16, which is so crazy to think of oh. now. Um, I know it seems so young too and then you're just like oh my gosh that's just crazy wow I know right and then you think of COVID like so COVID started I was 22 when COVID started now I'm 25 so yeah I I used to feel super young now I'm like oh my god I'm in my mid-20s but compared I I, (laughs) I feel the same way though like I'm about to turn 23 in about a month so yeah it's crazy I I feel so old now but (laughs) 23 is such a fun age oh yeah, it is. I'm excited. And it's I've got a lot going on, too. You know, I'm doing the podcast, interviewing super cool people like you. So it's it's a good time. It's a fun time. <laughs> All right. So how would you describe your personal brand if you were to, like, put yourself into, like, a category like that? Is it like my music? Or... Yeah. Yeah. So, like, how do you brand yourself to people like when you want, like, what do you want them to think of when they think of Brownie? Yeah, so I want them to think of what well, I feel like a lot of people that listen to my music, they're just very accepting of everyone, like no matter yeah. who they are. Like my fans are unreal. Like when you go to gigs and all that, there's just so mm-hmm. many different, like there's no set 
Ronnie fan look. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to be different and awesome. I just want people to feel like safe and accepted. And I feel like that, like my lyrics kind of represent that. And I want, like, I always said, like, some of my favorite bands, like Bowling for Soup, um, you know, they have songs for every emotion. So, yes, and I feel yes, like yes. so many of my fans go like, oh my, I'm suffering from, you know, depression, but this song really helped me. Or I've just had a pay rise and I feel so freaking good in my, <laughs> this song helped me with this. Or I've just had the worst breakup experience ever, but this song really empowered me to, I don't need a relationship. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like that's kind of yeah. my music, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely feel that I've been listening to your music a lot lately, actually, because I've, you know, I found you, I think, where did I even find you? I think it must have been TikTok. I'm not even sure. Oh, cool. But I just, I think I saw you and I was like, wow, she looks cool. So I started listening to your music and it's awesome. It's incredible. I, I'm super obsessed. And I love that you're from the UK. I wish you were closer though, because I'd love to see you in concert. I yeah, I was, I was literally touring the um, USA this summer. So hopefully oh. we're going to be back. Um, yeah, that's exciting. I Yeah, I didn't even know about you this summer. I wish I did, though, because I would have totally come out to a show. So, <laughs> so whereabouts are you based right now? Um, I'm in Minnesota. So, yeah, northern okay. United States. So <laughs> it's really cold here. It's really snowy. There's If I look out my window, there's like several feet of snow. It's ridiculous. But <laughs> Insane. Uh, I can't do it. It's, it's terrible. The, but... In the UK probably get like one day of snow or two if we're lucky and the whole of the UK just stops everyone's like we can't go to work <laughs> and it's literally like this big like an inch um, yeah no we're off. we're mostly prepared for snow here I mean it gets a little a little crazy like especially when it needs to be as much as it has been like it snowed for like three days straight and that was rough but oh. uh gross <laughs> so it's if you're not afraid of snow this is a great place to be yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because my bass player, Mason, he's from uh, Pennsylvania, Titusville. And he said they had so much snow, which was so much. Yeah. It was so hot. But I guess it's good because you guys get proper seasons. But yeah, we do. Definitely. I feel like it's like really just hot and muggy like summers. And then winter is just so cold and tragic. But like it is what it is. <laughs> uh, I love Jake, I was... love that analogy. That yeah. so good. Yeah. No, I love spring though because it's like it gets to be like negative like 20 sometimes here and then once you get to spring it's like oh wow like 10 degrees doesn't feel too bad anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Hell yeah. Uh, alrighty so moving on to my next question here. Are you signed to a label at all and if so which one is it? So I am not. I'm totally independent and that's how I really like it. So I've had loads of um, like label offers from different labels and it just hasn't been the right deal and it's it's crazy because I think so many artists and people or new artists and people who aren't in the industry think that in order to make it you have to have a record label but so many of my friends who are in bands who are signed to like my dream record label I can't say out loud <laughs> in case I don't know they try and sue me um, oh no <laughs> so many people say I wish I was never signed to this label I have no money my label have promised me the world and I've got nothing. Um, they're not doing anything really much to promote me. They just say, do a TikTok and that's it. And um, they're just in debt. And I'm kind of like, okay, well, I'm pretty lucky that... I, and, and a lot of things with labels is they they choose what songs get released. So there's so oh, many yeah. scenarios where bands will fall in love with this one song and they're like, oh my God, this is going to be like the song that the fan base love and the label have gone. 
no, that's 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 not good. We don't want that. Uh, go oh. write a different one, or we'll give you this song that's already been written for you, and you got to pretend that you wrote it. And it's like what? Yeah, so I that's feel like now, interesting. Day, you don't really need a label in order to to succeed. Depends yeah. on your what people kind of vouchers, you know, success. But um, I feel like right now I'm really happy. I mean, I have been talking back and forth with labels. <laughs> no pun intended there. Yeah, no pun intended there. Back and forth. <laughs> I love that song, by the way. It's fantastic. I've been listening to that one. I've been listening to nonstop. And like, okay, when I was testing my mic for this interview, I was like going like, scream, scream. I was like singing your song. I was that one. I love that one too. Oh my God. I can't stop. That is is such a fun song to play live. Scream. Um, Yeah. The crowd just blocked that one. Oh man. Yeah. Your music's incredible. But yeah, going, so going back to like the, the labels like that's interesting your your take on that because obviously I've I've heard a lot as an outsider just how labels are a little bit you know not the best for promoting artists and like having their best intentions so like that's kind of cool hearing some of the backstory from you because a lot of the actually every artist that I've um, interviewed so far has been independent so it's interesting to see like how much success has actually come out of independent artists I think that's super cool so percent and you look at apps like TikTok they can blow people up like overnight with songs Uh, and I mean a lot of my favorite bands now on they're now no longer signed to that label and like a lot have actually gone independent like, these are big bands as well and I'm like okay this this is kind of like putting out there in the universe you know like I don't worry I don't have to keep stressing you know just keep on doing me and um th- this isn't me saying that all labels are the worst you know so yeah many- <laughs> uh but right now it's all about just getting the right deal and making sure that you have people on your team that um that love your music as well and that don't just see you as a money-making machine basically so yeah no that's definitely a really cool perspective and I like the idea that you get to just kind of do what you want too because like you said a lot of labels they they choose those songs that you put out and that doesn't necessarily reflect reflect what people want you know so it's cool that you get to just kind of put your own creative front there and it's like Honestly, it's great for just like the strong female perspective too. You know, you're just, you're out here doing your own thing and there's no one really controlling what you're doing. That's great. I love that. (laughs) Okay. So let's see. Speaking of um, inspirations, who would be some artists that have really inspired your music and kind of your style? Oh, it's like the hardest question ever. Okay, there's so many awesome like bands and artists. I think, I mean, obviously, like women in rock. Um, we have you know Joan Jett, Stevie Nicks, my ultimate queen, Alanis Morissette. Yes, love her. <laughs> These like strong, confident women who have been through hell and back, and you can so tell within their lyrics and everything. Um. I would say them. I would say bands like just just classic pop punk bands like Blink One Eighty Two. Fell in love with them when I was like sixteen. Uh, Falling for Soup, Green Day. Um, I, I love it. You know, all, all those kind of bands really, really inspired me. Um, yeah, I'd I'd say that kind of vibe. Nice. Yeah, nice. I definitely get that from your music as well. Very old school, but like still kind of new school at the same time. So like, I definitely see that and. Uh, I just I love all of the like classic, you know, female pop punk icons too. Like Avril, you got Paramore, Haley Williams. Oh my gosh, they're all just so good. Lee Evanescence as well. Like her voice is just insane. 
Yes, yes, yes. Um, what about like Lynn Gunn from Paris too? Oh my oh, god! Yeah, yeah. I've never seen them live. Neither have I. They would be so fun though. I remember um, they just blew up out of nowhere. Um, where were I? I think I must have been like in high school. No, just after high school when I got when they just. It was one of these bands that they were so underground and then one day they were selling out thousands. It's like, wow. Oh my gosh. That's crazy hearing those stories too where just bands are like completely unheard of and then all of a sudden one day everyone's like, whoa, have you heard this person? It's like, where did that come from? Like the power of the internet, man. I love it. Oh, 100%. Oh yeah. And then, okay, speaking of power of the internet. So TikTok, we all know TikTok is, we love it, we hate it for so many reasons. But how has TikTok like, influence your success as a musician would you say yeah so tiktok it's a funny one so i already had like a good fan base and following before tiktok um like i'd sell out my my headline tours and all that like around the uk i'd played america and all that um and then it was really during lockdown i was like oh i don't want to do tiktok it's for kids that want to dance it's so <laughs> lame um and my manager was like, you don't have to do it, but like, I, re- I, I I challenge you to do it for a month and just see how it goes. And obviously, when it's a challenge against my manager, I'm like, I will win. <laughs> I will fight and win. <laughs> like, he was like, I'm not going to be one of those people that like pressure you into doing it. Just like, give it a go. You might find it to be fun. Fucking love it. I was like, oh, dude, this is so much fun. Um, Because you just get to... Like, no matter, like, I could do a hair curl or, like, hair dye video. Exactly. My hair pink, and that will get sent to people who are into hair dye and, like, old girls that love all that. I could mm-hmm. do another video on, like, just, like, uploading, like, a pop punk cover of this song. It'll get sent to loads of people that like that band or whatever. Or just a day in the life of Bronnie, and it'll get sent to all my fans. Like, the algorithm is so good that no matter what video you do, you're going to interest people and like exactly somehow it's just great. I love doing, I I love hopping on like most days doing my uh, makeup live streams. Yes. And I love watching those too. I always get the notification. It'll be like, Bronnie's live. And I'm like, Oh, I got to go see what makeup she's doing today. Got to go check it out. (laughs) Oh yeah. I'm I'm missing my fake eyelashes today. I was in a rush. So I was like, Oh my gosh. Um, That's okay. I mean, I makeup look just for you because you look so cool right now. Thank you. I just I just did my eyes pretty. I don't know. I felt like being pretty. Thank you. (laughs) Oh Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Of TikTok. It is fun. It can be addicting, can it? Like, uh, I don't know. I feel the same way too. Everyone's like, oh, it's so cringe. But it's like truly a way that you can get people to see what you're doing. So it's it's a great tool for sure. It's just yeah, that's the thing. It's a new tool. And I think you have like Twitter that's slowing down, Instagram slowing down, more people are using TikTok and what, you know, better way to meet new people and get new fans from like connecting with people online. Yeah, um, exactly. Doing TikTok that you like. It's not even like, it's not even like I do TikToks that are like certain trends that popular girls on TikTok do. Do you know what I mean? I always just make it like emo or like that kind of <laughs> that like, it's like, yeah, this will get sent to my kind of people. And from that, I've had so many new people listening to my music like you, you know? Yes, exactly. And like, that's the way to do it, though. If you kind of stick to like one sort of brand, I feel like it's a lot easier to accomplish a goal on TikTok as well, because people go, oh, I like this content. Let's follow them. We'll keep going. We'll keep it up, you know? So it's a lot. It's a lot easier to do it that way. 
All right. So my next question here for you. So we talk about a lot in the podcast how women are just at like a huge disadvantage in the industry, right? So I'm just curious, how has being a woman affected your success as a musician and how have you like faced any challenges that go with that? Yeah. So, I mean, when I first started touring, it was so hard because it was right before it was 2016 and there wasn't like the, this, um, the Me Too movement wasn't out um and there wasn't a lot of people fighting for women and yeah. i would get um i'd get put on a tour and i'd be the only girl on it like no female crew no female photographers but i would be first on stage like everyone wants to be like the the big opening act like right before the main act and i was like okay like why because like i'm selling more tickets than other bands here and they're like oh because you're a girl <laughs> and other people won't be interested like that i literally got told that oh my and god Instead of crying about this or like kicking off and being like fuck you i'm like oh, i mean i want to play this gig because obviously my fans are bought tickets and stuff but i'm gonna play this gig i'm gonna fucking kill it and the next tour um the promoter was like you have sold more tickets than the headliner band like on any of these so i'm gonna put you on your own tour and from that i've had gig offers from then like europe america like i'm now nice i wasn't just the small opening act that people put on just because it was like, oh yeah, we'll put you on first because you're a woman. Oh my and like gosh. If, was, if I was a guy, I would have probably been main support. And it's just that kind of thing. I think it's it's not like that now because I know the the whole like movement and I think especially lockdown and loads of different um points of view being shared on the internet. Like I think especially in the pop punk scene, like it's way better for women. But still it's so hard. Like I feel like a, a band will book I look at bands and it's rare that, you know, they'll probably have like two or three support acts. It's rare that two or the three support acts are women. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> it's always like, it's kind of like, sometimes I feel like, have they just done it to get like a token girl on it just to, just so they look good. Do you know what I mean? And then it's there on, yeah. the, on like support act. There's a girl, there's a bassist. She's a girl. Okay, cool. Right. Let's get all the lads on. It's still a bit like that at times, but uh, I feel like yeah. it's getting, yeah, and definitely as you've like gained reputation too, that's helped you a lot. But that's that's just so shitty, honestly. That that's the perspective that's had. They're like, oh, you're a woman, so you're no one cares. But it's like, so do you listen to Scene Queen at all? Or yeah, yes, I love, I love Scene Queen. But she has the one lyric where she's like, I'm opening for bands that my numbers say I'm better than. Right? It's like, why? Like, uh, why she shouldn't have to even say that? Like, that's ridiculous. You know, it's like if if you have the popularity, you're selling more tickets. It's like you should have that respect, and you shouldn't be downgraded just because oh, of being a woman. <laughs> so, thing. Yeah. but I mean, look at people like um on Spotify now, um like Shannon Carragher. She does like a lot of the rock uh placements on um spotify podcasts like she is so girl power and i love her yeah. like a ago and um like there's such a big change in i think like women being on um unlike non-binary people and like you know um on playlists now compared to like before lockdown it was because i when i was like in like 
finding pop punk's not dead you know that playlist it would always be guys so now i'm like there's so yeah. many cool like women on this like playlist and all that's great yes i've noticed the exact same thing and like spotify does a really good job especially of like making really cool like curated playlists for you too so like there's one that i i've been listening to recently it's called fierce femmes that one's awesome i think like maggie yeah. lindemann's on it i'm not sure if you're on it i i don't know but um i think on it before but I do love Maggie Linderman yes she's amazing she's incredible but um yeah so stuff like that and then like like you said all like the pure pop punk and like the scene they've got like all of like they've got a lot more women representation on it which I think is incredible so like you said I think post lockdown a lot of stuff has changed especially with TikTok probably and people being able to show you know who they are without needing like you know, the crutch of a label or like live shows and stuff like that. So it's definitely very interesting and really cool. So. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So then um, my next question for you kind of stemming off of that. So, you know, you're going to be going on tours, hopefully some more. So who would be like your dream artist or band to go on tour with? Or like, what would be like your dream lineup? You know, <laughs> I I mean, like, no, like number one person that comes into my mind is Youngblood, I think. He is nice. freaking awesome. Love his messages. I just and like he, he is him. It's not like it's uh he's acting. Do you know what I mean? Like I met him yeah. at Ron, when was it Warp Tour? Yeah. And it was when he was just starting out, like getting starting starting to get big. It was like 2018, and uh, obviously everyone's American, and like <laughs> we're both like English. And I walked up to him um because I heard he he like lives like a couple of hours away from me, like probably like one or two hours, and he was like oh my god like another English person we were like <laughs> like dude like it's so refreshing to hear in English that and he was so hyper and just so him so like <laughs> I love that it is legit him do you know what I mean and like Youngblood yeah. is fan base I, yeah Youngblood is awesome Avril Lavigne would be insane because obviously she like when I was a kid <laughs> I was like four I was like Mum, I want to be a mixture of Avril Lavigne, Shakira. Why? Like, <laughs> <laughs> look at me dancing. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> and Britney. Those are my yes. It's that I wanted to be. Um, so gotta be Avril Lavigne. Oh my gosh, yes, she's incredible too. And it's I'm so glad she's making a comeback too because she was so quiet for a while. So it's awesome that she's it's like right. It's insane, and not not many people knew of um her Lyme's disease as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's really cool that she's like making a comeback and she's able to like get back out and do shows. And I haven't gotten to see her yet. So I really hope I can soon. That would be awesome. So huh. yeah, nice. Yeah. And so yeah, Youngblood, I actually haven't listened to a ton of his stuff. Like I've heard a lot of it online and stuff, but he's a super cool person too. Yeah, super chill. So that would be so fun. I hope you get to tour with him. Oh my gosh. Uh, honestly, his, two of his songs, The Funeral and Tissues, made it into my top 30 songs 2022 last year. So nice. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. All right. And so then more towards you then, do you have any upcoming live shows? If so, when and where? Yeah. So I am playing um, London on the 8th of February. So it's really cool. So BBC Radio 1, um, Nels Hilton, he does all like the rock kind of like alternative bands on you know he plays them on a show and he's doing his first ever night as like Nels Hilton presents from BBC Radio 1 and uh, he asked me to headline it so it's a big nice. honor of all the bands he plays congratulations um, that's awesome it was nice. fun and then Liverpool is February 11th April is 22nd of Manchester is 22nd of April 
And hopefully we'll see you in the States sometime. I mean, I don't know if you have anything in the works that you can't talk about, which is fine, but... <laughs> Currently planning some things in America this summer. Like nice. a couple of gigs. But yeah, hopefully. Yeah. yeah, that would be so cool. Hopefully I'll see you up here sometime because I would love to. That would be so fun. Oh, bring it on. Yes. yes. All right. So I hear that you've released a new song called Back and Forth. I've heard it a billion times now. It's so good. You want to tell us a little bit about it and everything? Yeah. Everything there is to know about it. I want to know about it. <laughs> so it was, uh, when was it? When did, so I write like a lot of my songs, like just by myself in my room, but I also love collaborating, but I'm very picky with who I collab with. Um, as you should be, as you should be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I find it like, with my bandmates, if they do something that I really don't like, like, I don't get worried. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, shit. <laughs> They're like, okay. Same with me, like, if I come up with a lyric and they go, Bron, you can do way better. I'm like, okay, good. Good that you said that. <laughs> yes. So I I kind of find it, I feel like I write bad songs with other people because I'm too nice. And I'm like, oh, I didn't really want to say that. I don't like that chord. So I wrote <laughs> with Pete, my guitarist. Um which is why it came out so well because he, I'd be like, right, I want this chord or this chord. He'd be like, what about that? And I'd be like, no, shit. <laughs> and then he'd do a different chord. I'd be like, that is it, Peter. Um, hey, at least you're honest with each other. That's good um, communication. <laughs> a really good relationship. Um, awesome. So, yeah, so we wrote that. It was um, after my Manchester gig. So it was like after the last date of tour. Um, and. We kind of like wrote the whole thing and then I automatically just had all the lyrics in my head and I kind of wrote it as like an angry song that a lot of people can relate to in like loads of different aspects of life like it could be a song about a relationship a song about like like I really thought of it as like my battle with like the music industry like I won't back down and all that and like getting rejected by some people but like bouncing back that kind of that can be with like friendships like romantic relationships like family anything like that like it can be used for so many different scenarios in life and so many people are like I've just been through this and I've related from back to back and forth because of this and I'm like I didn't even think about that so yeah. it's kind of my music is always up to interpretation but I do like to have like two or three meanings in a song that's um, so nice yeah I feel like people always get like obsessed with like what's the meaning of the song and sometimes you're just like it's whatever you want it to be you know it's like I've got my meaning it could mean several things and I just I I really love songs like that that it, it can be you know copy and paste into different scenarios I think that's awesome. So. 100% and it was so much fun because so like we finished recording in like summer and when I was in America because I was there from like end of June like mid-June till end of August um, nice. I think it was end of August um it was like obviously summertime it was sunset we're all in the car on tour and then we got the final mix and we were just there listening to it it was such a cool memory just like I'm in America on tour it's sunset we got finally got like the final mix um and the sunset it was kind of like pink so I was like I've got pink hair the sunset's (laughs) pink the music video has got to be pink so it was just the music video so yeah oh man I love pink too. I was going to say, I love your hair so much. Like 
Yeah, it, I redesigned it the other day. It, it looks a bit shit right now, but um, no, it looks so good. And I used to have pink hair too, and honestly, I miss it a lot because pink's my favorite color. But I I like changing it up a lot. So hopefully yeah. one day I will I'll do pink again. And I was literally looking at like your Instagram the other day, and I was like, man, I need to make my hair look similar to that. It looks so good. Like <laughs> <laughs> my hair like so many different colors. Like it's been purple. I did turquoise, but it's so hard to get out. Yeah, yeah. Look at my hair right now. I'm kind of scared, but it's okay. Um, do you do your hair yourself, or do you like go do? get it done? You do. Yeah, I bleach it. Well, my my sister bleaches it. Um, because nice. she's be a hairdresser. Um, she's 21. It's so funny. So she studied to be a hairdresser for years. Yeah. Dropped out of high school like the last two years. Um. Well, yeah. Like you're allowed to. It wasn't. <laughs> she was like yeah um so she studied to be a hairdresser and then on the day when she got her like level three you are officially a hairdresser she went oh i don't want to do this anymore i want to be a teacher so now she's a teacher (laughs) oh my god she's a teacher that does everyone's hair as well which is great so that's so fun i mean i don't have any like professional hair experience but i do my own hair too so like this is all done by me yeah and, um, thank you thank you and I've I've done like all my roommates hair in the past I do my my twin sister's hair I do like everyone you're hair, a twin so. I am a twin yeah it's super cool her name's Bailey so yeah I love it I, I have twin brothers very do cute. you really oh fun I know being a twin is so fun though it's like literally having a built-in best friend it's it's just the coolest so yeah so do you have like similar like vibes like tell is she kind of old as well or like um yes yes and no I'm definitely I show it more in my looks than she does um she's also a teacher actually she is uh she just got her teaching license like literally today she just passed her test so congratulations Bailey um (laughs) but yeah so uh I definitely show it more in my looks I go for the heavier makeup and her hair was like purple for a while but now it's it's not as bright because she's trying to keep it more neutral for the teaching kind of aspect but yeah I'm a lot more heavily tattooed than she is I've got like tattoos like everywhere like all over my arms yeah you ever had your elbows done no I'm that sounds scary I don't know (laughs) this um spider web done and oh my god I I came home I was like mom it was worse than childbirth she's like don't you dare say that you've not even she's had five kids oh my gosh I can't even imagine but yeah no that sounds horrible I've I've not gotten my my elbows done I did get like just above my ankle done and that was the worst one by far that one sucked I did not like it (laughs) But and I could I would imagine like the knee would feel terrible too. I don't know if you've had like your knee done, but I only just had this left arm done. But um, yeah, <laughs> it would be too too scary for me. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I want to get a lot more tattoos. Though I've got seven right now, and I'm hoping to just be fully tatted out eventually. Oh, and... it. Life is too short. You got to be that cool grandma that rocks up with all the tats. You know. Exactly. I got to be that cool alt girl for the rest of my life. That doesn't matter what color my hair is. I got I got to just keep doing it for the rest of my life. <laughs> I will. Yes. All right. Okay. So, hmm. I'm going to I'm going to go with this question now. So, speaking of just like cool things that you do, you don't just do music. You do like a lot of cool shit and I am so impressed. So, tell us about your business, Wicked Wicks. It's so cool. I actually just ordered like a bunch of shit it's not here yet I keep checking my mail like every single day and I'm so sad about that so I I didn't realize I was meant to fill out a customs form 
and I didn't oh. emailed my post I was like yo can you fill this in and they're like no you're gonna have to do it and I was like but I'm away so it, it got sent off last week so don't you oh, worry oh good okay I've literally been checking my my mailbox I'm like where is it I yeah. want it so bad it should it should arrive in like two weeks because our mail strikes have been insane oh that's yeah nothing which kind of sucks but um but yeah so very soon thank you so much for buying by the way i gave you some free extra oh my gosh you didn't have to do that (laughs) thank you thank you all right Um, so we haven't talked about what it is that you sell so we should probably tell the listeners what it is that you sell (laughs) so wicked wick so i've always been obsessed with candles wax melts like it was my fans are so cute like in meet and greets they always give me candles and wax melts and I'm like oh my god and it was during lockdown um I like I used to make candles for fun yeah and um yeah during during lockdown I was like well I have so much time like let's just do it so I made it all invested so much I was like right I'm in too deep now I've got to make it (laughs) so I set up wicked wicks Made loads of different wax melts and can it's very Halloween vibe as well. So yeah. I handle smells of like pumpkin spice, but I've called it obviously pumpkin king after Jack Skellington, yeah, you know. Yes. All as you have to. <laughs> and then we ended up doing more like um like car air fresheners. Hello, we now make them, which is great. But just I love it. Um and each wax melt has its own vibe like different colors and like little witches hats on them and all that and now so, I, I so do you like make those yourself or like how like all yourself yeah, I make it all myself so if i've got orders to do so i normally make like a massive batch nice. so every time I get an order i don't have to you know make loads but it's great so like you know if i'm on tour and i get a massive order in everything's already made um so I I just have like friends like, go to my house and I'm like can you just package this really quick <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah so it's, it's really good like it like when I was in America for like three months you know everything was like pre-made all my merch was laid out ready for someone just to put it all in so yeah gotta, gotta be prepared you know um but I, I love being so hands-on like with my own merch and all that um, I always, you know, write little cards to all the fans and everything. And I just love having that personal touch as well. So it's really cool when fans buy a load of wax melts and merch. Or, you know, I've got a jewellery line as well called Pumpkin Disorderly. Um, I now have my own Pulse Slash brand. Hello. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I was literally looking the other day. Like, I haven't even received the wax melts. And I've already been on your website like five more times. And I'm like, Sydney, you need to not do this right now. And I'm like, I need to buy. I, I want to buy all your merch. It's so cute. And oh, well, all if you the earrings. Ever, if you ever want to buy merch, I'll see your order. And I'll just give you a load of freebies and jewelry extras. Don't you worry. I got oh, it. That would be so sweet. Thank you. I appreciate that. But, yeah, you've just are incredibly talented i'm so incredibly impressed like you just do the most all the time it's so cool wait so. yeah i i guess like i i love being busy that's the thing um like so so many people are content with doing their work and then just chillaxing and like i wish i was that person at times but i feel <laughs> like my brain is so like gotta do everything all at once 24 7 um so you know if, if ever i and it's quite therapeutic as well so i'll like come home from the like studio after doing a demo writing a really deep song and I'm like right I just want to chill and I'll be like oh I've got a load of jewelry orders so I'll watch Gilmore Girls and I'll just make a load of jewelry I love Gilmore Girls that is the best show it's so good so wholesome (laughs) uh are you are you team team Jess are you team team Dean (laughs) (laughs) now I gotta know (laughs) 
the dean is like the og isn't he yeah he was like the first one and then jess was like the bad boy kind of dude and then there was also logan later in the season or, or oh, later later yeah the, i think i'm up to like series four or series five. Oh my um, god i know i'm so excited to watch the rest now i've just watched oh. the one where um lorelei and is it luke they kiss yes oh my gosh okay i was I like will anything because i've seen the whole thing like three times so i don't want to spoil it oh is it gonna end bad it's not it's not but there's also like an ending thing called a year in the life that you gotta watch it's like it's like 10 years later or something yeah something it's, it's awesome so you're gonna love it it's a great show <laughs> oh yeah. awesome all right we're gonna reroute this back to music again so all right what is one song that was written by another artist that you just like, it speaks to you that you wish you would have written yourself? I feel like it would be, ooh. This one's always a tough one for people. <laughs> I feel like Hands Clean by Alanis Morissette would be really good. Right. Um, it's all about just like secrets in the music industry and like things that people have told me that like, if I would have told yeah. others, they would have been like, oh, my God, draw me to be massive. So yeah, I would think things like that, like industry secrets that I can never really say out loud that people have told me. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, gossip. Um, I know. I... That or times like these by Foo Fighters, because yeah. I feel like everyone has like, it's times like these you learn to live again. Like, I feel like <laughs> after or after any bad experience in your life like how can you how can you realize that you're having a great amazing day if you've never had the shittest day of your life do you know what I mean I feel like sometimes yeah. you have to experience the bad days to know the good days like you have to experience bad relationships in order to appreciate good relationships like I always say like when my friends go through breakups I'm like congratulations I'm like why and I'm like you're one step closer to meeting the one and the next guy or girl like you are gonna know the like red flags that popped up in your old like you have to learn like times like these you know all these breakups like you're gonna learn from it it's gonna be amazing so I think times like these by Foo Fighters yeah Great. That's such a great perspective on that, too, because everyone's always like, oh, I'm so sorry. And it's like, why are you sorry, dude? They didn't work out for a reason. They'll find someone that actually matches with them. So that's, yeah, that's perfect. And it's kind of like with just emotion, like like with getting deep in. Um, like I'll have fans message me and say, oh, like I've just been fired from work or I've just been broken up with or I've just lost my grandma or a parent. And like, I feel like so sad. I don't know what to do. Like, I feel depressed. And like, it sounds really tough, but I'm like, good. Like, good that like you're feeling these emotions. Like, your grandma died. If you were happy, like, something would be wrong here. Like, you yeah. have <laughs> congratulations. You're a human and you are experiencing life. And now you know, like, like someone's no longer with you you know to spend more time with like other people and like really tell like your loved ones that you love them drop me in and like you got fired for your job and you feel shit about it congrats that means that you really love your job and you want to go into that so you can find another job in yeah. that you know, same kind of profession like it's good to feel these emotions you know yes yes and feelings are so valid obviously and people I think 
they're afraid to feel a certain way about things all the time and it's like just feel how you feel dude like it's it's okay. life life sucks okay there is a lot of shit in life and if you're not feeling it there's something wrong <laughs> yeah like like i put on my instagram story like um the first couple of days of new year's i was in bed crying i was like what is this year going to entail like i don't know what's gonna do oh, um and then literally i spoke to my bandmates about it and they were like oh my god we were the same and then literally <laughs> a week later i'm like why was i ever feeling like that because i've still got all these shows and i think it was just new year syndrome that everyone has yeah. Put it on my Instagram story and everyone was replying to me like, oh, I had the same thing. I'm not alone. And I feel like more people need to talk about like, hey, I'm having a really shit day, but tomorrow's going to be better. Yeah. And I feel like so many people are just like, you know, they they hide their emotions, which is, which is shitty. And it's like you everyone's like, oh, how are you doing? Like, oh, I'm great. And it's like, are you, though? Like, if you're not <laughs> like, you don't have to tell me what's up, but just be like, no, it's been, this is my bad day. You know, like people would be more honest with each other it would be so nice you know 100 percent. yeah absolutely yeah all righty let's see what do i want to ask you next hmm i would like to know what you think is the coolest thing that has happened in your career so far <gasps> the coolest thing i think there's so many awesome like being number one in like the UK, various yeah. countries in Europe, that was such a cool feeling. Um, being able to do a headline tour in America, UK, and Europe. Yes, awesome. Um, being able to play like stadiums, like there's this band called Little Mix. Not sure if you've heard. Of them, I love Little Mix. Yeah. Oh my god, I was like 12 years old. I fucking love them. Okay, I went through a British music phase. Okay, like my, when I was like Good. in middle school, it was like One Direction, Little Mix, Ollie Murs, Ed Sheeran. Those were like my my people. Okay, I love. No yeah, it was it was crazy. I just have like I guess I just have an attraction to British voices. So here we are. That's why I'm talking with you right now. <laughs> Yeah, Incredible. so I'm gonna review you this then. So I toured with Little Mix, so I was oh, there. And um, crazy! Oh my god! You, oh. glory days era. Um, and yeah, so I think being able to support them and just running out on stage to a stadium and there's like twenty two thousand people just like staring at you, jumping up and down, like screaming lyrics back. I'm like, this was a cool feeling. So I think that as well. Oh, that's so wild. Yeah. I, I haven't like dove into Little Mix in like quite a while. Like I still follow them all on Instagram and stuff, but I was there back in the days when it was all four of them. Cause I think one oh, of Oh yeah, because Jesse left. Yeah. Jess yes, Jesse left. Oh, I'm so right sad. Now. Yeah. But otherwise, yeah. So I, I love their song Move. That song is so good. That's like probably my favorite Little Mix song. It's like I remember being like 12 years old sitting in my basement and like watching their music video for that like on repeat it was like my favorite thing I'm like I want to be them they're so cool like <laughs> yeah they were pretty cool awesome yeah that must have been and didn't you go on tour with like neck deep too was that a thing yeah neck deep um oh. that was such a cool moment as well yeah. um they're one of my favorite ever pop punk bands uh, I'm half Welsh and they're Welsh so I was like oh, my kind of people and <laughs> yeah, they're just really nice like so we met up with Ben, like, before we were touring with them, like, met up for a cheeky pint mm -hmm. uh, and just got chatting and, like, all really pally backstage, which was just great because I think you get a lot of people who are like, don't meet 
your idols or don't meet, you know, other big bands and all that. They'll be horrible, but I'm really lucky. Like Little Mix, nicest people ever. <laughs> Neck deep, you know. Yeah, loads of cool people. Nice. That's so cool. And yeah, th- definitely highlights for sure. That's I'm jealous. That's so cool. Like I, I haven't gotten to see Little Mix either. So that oh, I'm jealous. And you got to play with them. Like that's insane. I just oh, yeah. cool. I'm geeking over here for you. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> um. Okay. So what is your favorite song that you think that you've released so far of your own? I think. Oh, my God. That is so hard. Or maybe like um, top two. <laughs> I honestly, back and forth is one of my favorites. I just love the lyrics and like the verses as well. Because nice. I was like, I want to make this like poetic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Back and forth. I think Erase Me. That was from my Erase Me EP in 2018. Like it, it's a song that like a lot of um, OG fans love. It was my first proper breakup song I ever released about a relationship like when I was a teenager. And I I think like it's in like a different like tempo. It's in like three, four, not like four, four, like the standard. Yeah. And just, like and I just love singing it, like the high notes. I just love belting it. It's such like a slow, but like big band, you know, banger. I'd probably no. say right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And that's so cool that like one of your like first songs you know or like older songs one of your favorites too because I feel like so many musicians they go oh that shit that shit I wrote in 2018 was so bad you know so like it's so good that you like you genuinely enjoy what you're making all the time and you just that's so cool I love that 100% yeah and I guess like when I first started like really releasing music it was 2017 and I'd been writing since 2014 so like all the Things were already out the way before I was releasing them, so yeah, all good. Yeah. You got that all out of the way, so you don't need to worry about the bad shit anymore. Only up from here, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Are you releasing any new music anytime oh, soon? Yeah. <laughs> um, yep, yeah. so we are currently um, working on a lot of demos. Because a lot of demos. Um, and then from that, I'll be picking a new single. Uh, definitely going to be doing an EP. Nice. Um, I think like I want to release like two, three more singles, then like have it as an EP ready for like summer. So everyone's got like a brony summer EP and then maybe start working on something even bigger, you know, for that. Ooh, but- that sounds exciting. <laughs> I love the sounds of that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm so excited. I know, and I oh, I just love your music so much. You're so incredibly talented, and I just cannot wait to see what else you do. It'll be so good, whatever it is. So. Oh, legend. Oh, I'm so excited. Yes, keep me updated on when new stuff's coming out. I would love to promote it all. I, I always do that, so I love yeah. music promo like more than anything. <laughs> your Instagram page I, always brings me a smile when, uh, whenever I see it on my Twitter. So. Good, I'm glad. That's so exciting. Okay, so... I think I've run out of like main questions to ask you. So is there anything else that you want the listeners to know about you at all? Anything at all? Anything upcoming? (laughs) So if you wanted to get to know me really quickly. Okay. So I have pink hair. I've had every color hair under the sun. I have five cats. I'm obsessed with like, so my five cats are called Gloria, Kenny, Gizmo, Sabrina, and Minnie. They're really cute. They're all black cats. We got two of them on Halloween, all very spooky. Um, I'm obsessed with horror movies and Disney, obviously. 
Um, and I love like crystals and manifestation and everything and just like, you know, being nice to your body, nice to your mind. I'm just all, I'm loving all that. I love listening to podcasts. I also have my own podcast and radio show, oh. The Bronny Show. Um, yeah, I did see that. I haven't listened to it yet. Like, what do you do on that show? Yeah, so it's different every week. So one week is a radio show, one week is a podcast. I took a break during December because I had so much on. So it's going to hopefully be back the first Wednesday of February. Um, nice. But in the radio show, I just play loads of rock and alt bands. I interview some. Um, so it's just like a good radio show. I talk in between, play some songs. And then um, with the podcast, it's anything. Like if one week I want to talk about crystals, like the first two episodes would just get to know me. Nice. But like I want to de- dive more into like horoscopes. I'm going to do loads of research on that and, you know, all cool. that. My bandmates, yeah, it's all just good, good vibes. Yeah, and um, so cool yeah. again, adding to just your pile of talent here. You are just so cool, and I will need to give your radio show a listen because I haven't done it yet. And I actually, I got a new job that's like twenty minutes away, so now I'll have time to actually like listen to podcasts on the way. So oh, like that would that. be cool. <laughs> that's sick. I love that. Yeah, get li- yeah. Let me know what you think. I will. Um, I will yeah. absolutely because. I, I definitely saw it and I was like, I need to listen to it like as soon as I can. But I've been so busy with like graduating and then doing my own podcast and everything. But now compared to you, I don't feel that busy. So I think I need to get on it. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, Bronnie, it has been so wonderful having you on the show. And I know that the listeners are all going to love you so much. And I'm very excited to see what you do here in the future. So thank you so much for taking your time here today to talk with me. Thank you so much for um having me on like this this interview podcast has been like amazing loving your vibe thank you finally you know seen your face the first time um no it's great and um if anyone here wants to like follow uh like my music on spotify type in brony b-r-o-n-n-i-e and then like my socials like instagram um tiktok etc brony music but yeah thank you so much for having me on the podcast Yeah, you're welcome. And thanks again for being here. You're just such an inspiration, so talented. So it's been an honor having you on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So I guess that's a wrap then. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. That was my interview with Bronnie. I hope you guys enjoyed. I know I really enjoyed my time with her. And I hope you guys did too. And like she said, you can follow her on Instagram at Bronnie Music. And she makes tons of fun little videos for you guys. She loves spoiling her fans. So make sure you follow her and give her a listen because she is so damn creative. She does so many things, not just music related either. So go ahead, check out her website, wickedwix.com. If you're interested in false lashes, wax, melts, all of those good things that we talked about in the interview, she is truly incredible. So I'm really glad that I could have her on the podcast. And I know you guys are going to love her just as much as I do. As always, Bronnie's music is going to be on the season two playlist, so go ahead and check that out. I will link it on my Instagram story as well this week, and it'll be on the website poppunkpromo.com. And this is where I'm going to leave you guys this week, just so the episode doesn't get too long. Again, I really hope you guys enjoyed this week's featured artist, Bronnie, and I hope you guys learned a lot about her and enjoyed the interview. 
Make sure to stop by again next week for an all-new episode of Pop Punk Promo Podcast. We will have lots of new pop punk news for you guys and a brand new featured artist. Next week, spoiler alert, is going to be an interview as well. So make sure you tune in next week to find out who that featured artist is and learn a little bit about them from their perspective as well. All right, with that, take care, have a great rest of your week, and we'll catch you again next week. See you later.